tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Well, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another amazing AfterBuzz TV after show for your favorite show, Hemlock Grove. We're on Season 3, Episode 7, Todos Santos, Santa Maria, Santa Maria, Santa Maria, Madre de Dios, I can't believe what happened this episode. Yeah. Dio me. Dio. Oh, my oh, gosh. Dio. Destiny. No. I am your host, Sean Overman. You guys can find me at Sean Austin O. That's S E A N A U S T I N O on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm joined here by my lovely co-host. Hi everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. And Mary Lou Mandel is out tonight, but we miss her and we'll be happy to have her back next week, of course. So uh let's go ahead and get into Todos Santos. Oh my gosh, OMG, if you guys have not watched the episode yet, be sure to watch it because you're missing out. We're going to have tons of spoilers. We're talking about the episode. It's a spoiler in general. Can I just start? I cannot believe this. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. Destiny, dead. You killed Destiny? And she went out like a punk. Really? Gosh, it's terrible. That was just horrible. I love her. I feel like she deserved a better death than this. Way better. More over the top, gruesome death that they have in Hemlock Grove. She should have had like her head ripped off or her throat ripped out by like Olivia. Something that's like on par with how awesome she is. Yeah. Like, or something crazy could have happened when she was like in one of her visions. She could have like got like maybe gotten killed by something in the vision. How crazy would have that been? Or like Spivak monsters could have snuck up on her. Oh, I mean, I was kind of close with my predictions, thinking maybe she's put in into a situation where she's begging for her life. No, no, far from that. No, she actually just dies yeah. in a completely surprising way. Totally, that surprising. came out of nowhere. I, you know what? Let's let's. It came out let's, of nowhere. Let's work. I want to get to that point, but let's work our way backwards. Mm-hmm. Everything involved with Destiny and Peter. Let's talk about this right now. So, Peter. He, um, it, it pretty much starts off with, uh, Destiny and Peter. You know, they're having a conversation, right? Uh, Peter, well, actually, even before that, Milan meets with Peter. Am I right? Yes. And he says, put a muzzle on her. Put, and I, I hate all these references to them being treated as dogs. We yeah. had two different references yeah. with Bajram and Milan saying muzzle, or it was actually the friend, the yeah. other friend, not Bajram. Yeah, yeah, but the like other the guy. other friends. Gray Streak. Yeah, who's making them reference put a leash on her, you know, and put a muzzle on her. It looks like she's not a duck, she's far from dog. Yeah, I know. She's like one of the best characters out there. But it's just, you know what she is? She's going through a tough time right now. She's not the normal destiny that we know because she lost her fiancé. Yeah, and then the other man in her life who, like, she trusts and they were fighting the world together, you know? It was just not even telling her the truth straight to her face. Yeah, exactly. And that's another reason why she's so concerned and she's so just, like, she's stressed out because she is not, no one's telling her what happened. And uh, and she knows that Peter's lying to her. Yeah. He's he's leaving things out, right? That has to be so frustrating, especially because that they are the only really family now. Andreas is gone. Uh, Peter's mother, Lee, she's Lynn, in Romania is now, gone right? uh, out of the country. Yeah, Linda's gone, and it's just like they only have each other. And the fact that that's even being kind of broken apart. Not kind of was is being broken apart. It's really just sad to watch how that's how it ended with them. Yeah, and but you know what? That's that's got to be like there has to be a lot more tragedy in this show because the show is coming to an end. They are doing things to like just psychologically traumatize us. I feel so that we <laughs> feel that way. We feel this is the end of the show. Right? I'm broken. 
Yeah. That just broke my heart. I know. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so mad. I'm, uh, oh, I'm, you're going to flip the table. I am. Every fiber <laughs> of my being not like wanting to flip this darn table. Oh, you man. saw me earlier. Yeah. I almost flipped a stool. Yeah, so. you've been, you and I have been talking about it all day to each other, just off and on about how this is such a big deal in the Hemlock Grove I'm universe. so mad. I know. Even You know what? I was even hoping that even if... She, let's just say, like, this... Well, the series is ending. Um, with the series ending, maybe even, like, Destiny or somebody could get a spin-off, you know? Like, have their own show. That would be amazing if... Come some- back as a spirit. Yeah. I'd be so for that. I, I'm down for her, like... Maybe, let's say, she doesn't die, right? Like, in someone just revives her in the Hemlock Grove universe, and then she is, like, this detective psychic woman. I think that would be cool. I think that'd be amazing. Will that happen? But we don't know if she's dead or not, other than hearing the neck crack. Oh, I think she's dead. Because that was a very human type of killing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That was just a human body yeah. snapping. Yeah. In all the wrong yeah. way. Yeah, she's dead. She's probably... Yeah. It's pretty, she's pretty likely she's dead. Unless Price revives her in some way. Some crazy way. <sighs> but he has no incentive to revive her. Right? No, because they never interacted with each other. They had one... Maybe one interaction at the White Tower last season. When it was... At, I think it was the very last episode when they were trying to get there to find right. Nadia. But the paths never crossed. Crossed no. either. Okay. They were in the same location, but they never crossed. Yeah. Well, Ugh. let's talk about... I'm so frustrated. I know, I know. Recipe's destiny. Let's add to your frustration and talk about Bajram and how much of an idiot this guy is. How transparent is he? <laughs> Could he not be more obvious? He was so obvious. He, you know, it's funny because all the guys were like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what we're going to tell Destiny. And then when it comes down to it, he's the only one who got questioned by her. And he comes in like a solid idiot. He, yeah, he goes like, in uh, the room <laughs> with his, his wife and Destiny talking. He's like, oh, hey, girls, just this is weird. I'm here to get the my bowling, bowling stuff. And I'm already stuttering and lying to you. And I'm already sitting on the couch, cowering, with hugging a pillow. Yeah, he was, he was totally... The, the, all <laughs> the body the language... Body language was there. Said he was lying, said He's he was covering something up with a pillow. Holding something in. Yeah, he was using the pillow as a shield against their inter- interrogation. It was like, what the heck are you doing, dude? You, could you make it look any worse? Yeah, and I loved how even Destiny was trying to set him up for all the wrong answers just so she can prove and validate that he's lying. She is how so... How many strippers? She is so... <laughs> so smart i really like the way she did that and i was just like this this guy doesn't have it down like is he like doing like crystal meth or something at the gypsy hangout what's no, going on with him his like brains are his brains fried I, I think it's also like he's also emotional too and he just doesn't want to be involved in all this yeah. so when peter confronted the guys say hey we need our story straight it felt like bajram wasn't even really listening either nope. against and also adding to the fact he didn't know all the clear, hard facts with the story they went with. You know, I'm glad that they they put this on him, like the writers and the showrunners put this on that character. And that last episode, they really developed it. Or was it even two episodes ago? They really developed him to be like that moron. You know, like, because he, he went up to her and he just, he didn't have to say anything. And then he said, he died like a hero. It's like, are you serious, dude? Why would you say that? That's Come already on. a red flag. Yeah. It's like, uh, what do you mean he died like a hero? You could have just kept your mouth shut. Yep. Yeah. Seriously. I'm sorry for your loss. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. So Bajram totally gave up the goods, and then he said he had to take a trip to the toilet. <laughs> to the toilet. Yes. Because he's full of He's poop. full of it. He's full of that emoji. That brown emoji. Uh. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, we have Destiny still doing her investigation by herself. Mm-hmm. This time she doesn't want to kill Milan. She knows he has something to do with it. She knows Peter has something to do with it. There's a mystery person who she doesn't quite know who mm-hmm. it is, and it's that 911 tape recording. So she goes over there, gives it a listen to... Again. Again, because she was doing it last episode, mm-hmm. right? This time, she's on to it. She knows who it is. And you know what's funny is that we all knew who it was, but I liked how they did shroud Roman. Like, it like it had, like, frosted glass on that telephone booth. So we didn't quite... It's, it's possible it could have not been him, you know? Yeah, but I think she she's just too smart to put two and two together to figure it out. Yeah, so she easily put two and two together. She went to his place to confront Roman. Ooh, lethal and, mistake. Yeah, and it started off, you know, you know, 
easy enough, right? She could have left at any point, but she kept pushing because she's sick of all the lies, you know? And I I understand. The girl just wants answers, and people aren't being straight up with her. So she should have left a minute earlier. When Roman gave her a clear out, she should have just took it. You know, it's so sad because if Peter had just told her, in the beginning of the episode, or not at the beginning, but near the maybe the middle, midpoint, Peter was saying to Roman, Hey, I'm going to tell her. I'm sick of doing this. You know, like, I'm sick of lying to her. She's my cousin. I love her. Mm-hmm. And then Roman just says, No, you can't. You're going to lose her. You can't do that. Why does he care? If she, That's so weird, right? It's just... Right. And, you know, and even... Which makes this whole thing ironic because he says, no, you're going to lose her. And then in the end, it was him actually causing her (laughs) to be gone. Yeah. And losing her. When Peter loses her, it's like, what did you do to your own relationship with Peter? You're going to lose him. You know, I feel he's got... Peter... Sorry, uh, Roman has got this weird thing about, like, holding on to the women in his life. Even though they're like, I don't know, and he just doesn't treat he them control. right. Yeah, he he likes to control them. He doesn't treat them right. So like with Annie, he's got obviously a weird thing going on with her. Too weird. With with Shelley, he loves her. He doesn't have a creepy, weird, incestuous thing going on with her. But he he even like badmouths her, but he still wants to keep her close, right? Mm-hmm. So he's just I don't know. He's, maybe he wants Peter to do that same thing, like to mimic his behavior, like. Don't tell her anything. Just lie to her. Keep her close. That and just I don't know. This is kind of funky. It's just it was very hypocritical of Roman to say that when I don't think he was planning on killing Destiny either. But I think yeah. he might just got caught up in the moment. But there was a good five seconds where he thought about it and he did it. Was it five seconds? I think it was. It was, like, like it was five a slow, seconds, dramatic yeah. hand around the neck and crack. That's right, because, oh, okay, she could, all right, uh, I, I was thinking about the punch, like a five seconds between her punch and his uh, punch, yeah. but, yeah, I think it was five seconds for that, but, yeah, when he had, like, a good minute to get to her, to think about what he was going to do, and, yeah, put his hands around her throat, crack it, and, you know, what's oh. funny is, like, this, the begin, the the end of the episode starts with hands around somebody's neck, and the the beginning starts with somebody's hands I know. around their neck. So we'll talk about let's talk you let's, incredible bookend. Yeah, let's talk Rest about Peace Destiny. I purposely about, wore oh. black because I'm mourning her death. Oh, that is so <laughs> that's sweet. so sad. You can't kill Destiny and they did. I know. I I I don't know what to do with myself and we still have three more episodes no, to talk gonna, about. We're gonna have to have a beer outside later uh, on. We're gonna have to have several. We're gonna cheers <laughs> or a to a glass of wine. Cheers to destiny. We should have brought the beer in <sighs> here already. Shoot. Our producer Alexis, get us some beer, please. Just kidding. <laughs> Alright, give me like two seconds. I'll just be right back. I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna All leave right, it on the wide. Okay, bye. All right, yeah. Okay, good. Um but let's talk about Price who survived having his throat almost collapsed, <laughs> hands around his neck. I know. Right? So, oh, Olivia. <laughs> thank goodness. We already knew, you know, cause, yeah, we because knew. we had Joel Dillafuente on last time and he told us, you know, he, he alluded to it. So, and, and there's no way. There's no way that they could kill Price like this th- three episodes away from the end. No way. Yeah. So, he's still alive. He survived. But it was so funny because... The next morning, she thought it was kind of a dream, like maybe, maybe not. And she's like, mm-hmm. Bryce, Olivia calls him and he, the phone's ringing and <laughs> it just goes one ring without an answer. So we're like, wait, were we wrong? Mm-hmm. And then he like, kind of like, he purposely, like, he purposely like knocks it off the hanger. He's like, uh, hello, uh, uh, good morning. <laughs> right? He's still recovering from having his, his oh, <laughs> being choked the night before. His larynx almost like destroyed. By a strong oop here who's, in, right. who's infected. No thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, but I, I liked how they did that. I liked, it was a good, um, transition from last episode because last episode that's where they ended they ended with her on top of him with her hands around his throat right and I liked how they showed this different perspective now 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 we see just how crazy and how completely Olivia's vision is completely gone off the rails yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, just, it's, it's not she's not thinking clearly the parasite has really infected her ocular um, yeah. her ocular what? vision nerve ocular nerve that's it no, yes yeah. yes i think that is it but like the way she sees the world is just the even the people in the upir she's coming across it's yep. just it's not the, as clear as it should be it's yeah. completely taken over yep so we have 
um, later on, she asks, after she knows he survived, she wants to come over right away, which is so funny because he's like, oh, no, 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 don't come over. <laughs> Number one, he's not done, he's not ready yet with whatever stuff he needs to get. Like, he's still research. in his pajamas. He's still in his pajamas. And number two, uh, he probably doesn't want her anywhere near him right. because she just tried to kill him. No more physical assaults. Yeah, I, 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 saw, I thought that was so Sorry. funny. And he said, after your homicidal was act last act, night? Yeah. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Because of your homicidal act. Yeah. And which other mother effer did you have hanging in, in your, your closet? closet? What? She Woo. gave up the goods to Chongo, Chongo, who is now her best friend hanging around with her. More crazy than Ochoa. Yes, and I like that. I liked how there's that like that big jump from normal Ochoa, who's he's kind of like a suave guy, you know, he's very controlled, calm um, and collected. He's a little bit of a dick, right? Yeah, a little, bit. a little bit, yeah. you know. But but he is a he is a private dick, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he's a private detective. Don't put those two words together. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, but he's embodying Chango now in her mind. It's that's like that is what the parasite has taken form for her like little devil on the shoulder pretty much yeah right? or just the devil in her mind just maybe chango is just an accentuation of how crazy olivia's mentality already was yeah just an exaggeration yeah. more so yeah there's some um I, I with the cinematography i like how they do some scenes where he's just straight up there next to her and then when whenever there's a mirror around though i really like the way they play that because they have him in the mirror but then when we see behind her he's not there Mm-hmm. Which is so cool. I really enjoy that. Yeah, it's also just like the dual personality going schizophrenia type of mentality that she now has. Yeah. Um, I also liked how he... Well, I'm sure you liked that he was shirtless. You enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sean, because I completely objectify men in that way. <laughs> no, I mean because with... All right, with, with like he Roman... He wasn't too and, bad to look at. Yeah, he's, he's not bad. He's not bad to look at. We don't get that much of the, this kind of guy on Hemlock Grove. We have the... No, you know, we, we have don't. the youngins. We got Peter and Roman we, uh, who are You're not, right. We need more of those kind of men on this show. Yeah, exactly. And alas, Chango or Choa really is dead. So. Yes, he is really dead, which is sad. But I think it's nice to have him in this like fun, really, it really he's like a very flirty guy in in the Chongo form, which is super mm-hmm. cool. I like his hair being all puffed out. It's, it makes him like... He's wild. It makes him wild and crazy. He's like a crazy monkey man. Right? He's a wild animalistic kind of personality. Yeah. Which kind of reflects the upir craziness and parasite that's happening to Ooh, all these upirs. That's some good symbolism right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked how he his outfit didn't stay the same and it straight up like changed with every scene almost am i right yes you so, are right so he he started off very like native like na- native like ma- like what native puerto rican kind of like jungle uh, i don't know like south yeah. american that's, that's what kind of felt like culture. yeah like latino like native south american or like native mexican almost mm-hmm. feeling and and then it, it some such, tribal yeah, somewhat tribal, and it had a contrast too because he pulls the phone out of his <laughs> body wrap, and it's like, oh, this is this was gifted to me by the late Achoa, right? Mm-hmm. Which is so funny. And then, and I liked how they worked that in where he slid it into the drawer, and she found it in she there. She found it because she was really the one who did it. Mm-hmm. I, it's really really colorful the way they're doing all this. Smart. It's very smart, and I liked. I like having a different personality with Olivia because we've already seen her one like crazy cold-hearted straight way, really. And I mean, she's had her soft moments, but to have just another crazy side that's completely contrasted to who she is as a character, it's actually fun to watch, especially in the last season. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely fun to watch. They, the, the writers really took a lot of liberty here, which is great. I, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. Um, next, they go to, to visit uh, next, they go to visit Price, which actually, you know what? We kind of skipped over Price a little bit. <laughs> let's backtrack to Price. I thought we were going into Olivia. But uh, let's talk about the Greek guy ending up in Price's tower again. I'm surprised he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like his brain didn't get melted. Yeah, right? like he didn't get mushed. <laughs> or he didn't get turned into, uh, what is that, that liquid stuff? Yeah. What was it called? Ooh. I forgot what they called. Nutrient. Nutrient. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So uh, he thinks he's still Price, and he ends up, like, in Price's bathroom, changed into his robe, like, he, mm-hmm. and he's like, Who, who's this imposter? Security! Security! This is Dr. Price here. And right. it, it's so funny. And then 
he and then Price, the real Price, starts talking about, oh, this must be there must be some kind of like ghost uh, mental capacity thing going Neural on. Neural ghosting. Neural ghosting. Neural and cognitive dysphoria. Yes. But this experiment with the Greek guy again shows that this experiment is still going on. Uh-huh. It's maybe lasted longer than the first time we saw him and Price try this uh, experiment test on this project. So it shows that Price is progressing with everything that he needs to that will maybe come to fruition during the finale. I think the implication was that the Greek delivery dude left. Like, he literally left after Price used him that one time in episode one or two. Mm -hmm. But what if he didn't leave? What if he actually stuck around in the White Tower but was in one of the sub-levels and they were experimenting on him still? Maybe. Oh, man, that would be crazy. And that's why he ended up in the White Tower again so easily. Right. It's very, very possible because there was that quick shot when Olivia's on the elevator going down, I believe, and she was at, like, ninety level there, 91. I, think, I was like, how is, tall is the tower? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. How many levels are there? I thought it was going, like, 30, 40, yeah. not 100 levels craziness so who knows what's hidden hidden at that tower it's a lot of uh, landscape to search projects yeah so So uh, many bodies possibly so price does get a visit from olivia and he he tells her hey you need to find an oop here because and and that's and i like how they put the greek guy in there because it Mm -hmm. shows that you have to have someone to do the mind transfer you have to have someone who's maybe equivalent mental capacity or equivalent body type and it'll it that makes it not so easy for olivia to just jump into anybody right pretty much and, i mean it makes sense but the physical attributions has to be the same as i mean girls been around <laughs> yeah for centuries yep. so it we need another body to to just handle everything that she's already been through so it does make sense i like how they made that comparison yeah so she ends up leaving, going in search, and Chong goes there. He was hilarious. Looking he was, at, just at the popping s- in everywhere. Yeah, making fun of Price, wearing like a, an outfit to the same <laughs> lab coat. <laughs> his coat. And it was, was so, amazing. Yeah, so colorful. Like his body wrap red color went to like the tie now and the shirt, yeah. plaid shirt. And he was just like, ugh. His like, disgusted look. look. <laughs> disgusted by the specimens. <laughs> looking right at the nipple too, like, oh gosh. It was so hilarious. Um, <laughs> He follows her down the elevator. She's talking to him, a.k.a. talking to herself. And <laughs> yeah. and then she sees all the people in the elevator coming in with their Bluetooths on. And she's like, amazing. oh, I need to get one of those. And so she's like pretending. Cocksucker that- red. Yeah, <laughs> cocksucker And then she, has, she pretends that she's got but it. I got to say, Olivia slash Chango had some of the best lines in this episode. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the one-liners were on point. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this was the most fun I've ever seen Famke Johnson have on the show, I feel. Seriously. It's amazing. Uh, so she goes to visit. Uh, do- uh, Mrs. Char- Mrs. Benson Charles. Benson Charles. And that was the wife of her ex-lover. Mm-hmm. And Benson. He, he is dead, apparently. He just died. He just died because he was killed by an infected Upir on the way to the airport. And my maybe prediction, or it's not prediction, but like the Upir who, or the guy who we saw get attacked in the street from maybe episode one and two. Oh, I think that might have been Benson. Really? And that might have been Olivia's point. Well, no. no, it wouldn't have been. But no. I think, okay, take back Olivia. Yeah. But I think the guy that we saw be killed the first time from this distorted huh. vision, yes. I think that might have been Benson. In episode one. In episode one. It's possible. It's. I don't think too many days have progressed in between now or then and now. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe just like, like a week. A this week's feels enough. like a real time. Yeah. A week's like enough time to get to to have all this stuff happen, mm-hmm. I feel. It's, uh, yeah. It's de- it definitely feels like each episode's like a day. It yeah. doesn't feel like it goes beyond that. So maybe a week has passed. Yeah. yeah. Seven days. Yeah. 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 I could see that. So, um, but yeah, if if he was killed, that was him. That would be interesting. I thought it was a, a bar, but maybe then again, it it could have just been because we had Roman at a bar that episode. So that's probably why I was thinking like, oh, is this not a bar again? I don't know. Uh, uh anyway, let's talk about um, Spivak. 
and what he did with Trevor. Holy monkey. Oh my goodness. This was like, I did not think that. I knew Mind that, blown. Yeah. I, and Trevor's been such a small character in this whole series. I hardly even remember Trevor. I remember that we had Roman getting mad at him because Roman didn't have any nutrients or any like blood last, uh. last season. And he threw Trevor's mm-hmm. iPad down and then Trevor made a report against Roman through <laughs> <Yeah>. HR. <laughs> yeah, Trevor was not happy. Yeah. So that's, that's so funny. And then, um, they bring him back for this. And I'm glad they brought him back and it wasn't just some random dude. Because, you know, we're familiar with his face. We're not suspicious right away. Mm-hmm. But I knew there was something wrong with him because he Very se- robotic. He was very robotic walking around. Um, head we- tilt. Yeah, the head tilt like, huh, what is that? <laughs> right? It's kind of it's kind of like... That was obvi- obvious. It was kind of obvious. But it actually, at the same time, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't think he was going to do what he did, which was shot shoot up the place and yeah. kill all of the all board members. People. Oh, my gosh. So, but his conversation with Blinsky was hilarious, am I um, right? Yes, it was. Oh, Blinsky. Yeah. Witnessing everything and not really being able to do anything. Oh, no. He's always like, he's always on the back burner for like the scenes. It's like the pre, before the big scene happens. Like, Blinsky's always he's like, there. He's just there. <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, actually, Blinsky was there for a big scene today, which was after, it was. The, after the whole shoot em up thing. Uh, we had, it was an MP, I think it was an MP5, HK MP5K PDW, because I play video games, and, uh, that's, that's the weapon. I was very nerdy boy. Yes, super yeah, nerdy. Counter-Strike right here. Congratulations Back to in you. the day, yes, <laughs> PC gaming. Um, but, uh, that, it was perfect choice, because it could easily fit in that, um, in that, uh, suitcase. So he ended up doing that stuff, and then we do the memory scoop. So they dissevered his head. How Ooh, crazy is this? Gone. They severed his head. Decap. They were doing the memory scoop, which is so nuts. Um, it, it's a, it was a really cool technology thing. I like how they uh, Price and the Godfrey Industries have all these little things that are like set up there, you know, just for like right, just to do. It's almost like a Deus Ex Machina in a way. It is to like solve a problem really quick, but it's it's actually it, well, I guess it's not. But it moves the story forward. Yeah, too. it's it's more like help them get a clue. Right, and I liked how because we see Price all of his already ongoing experiments still add up to what he's trying to figure out at Spivak. So it was actually, I don't want to say convenient, but very helpful that yes. he had the technology and now it was just to put it into play. Like, hey, we need to get his short-term memory right now. Yep. Let's figure out some answers. Yep. And we see, we, we got, um, it was demonstrated to the, us this episode that Price really is on top of his stuff now. He is seriously like saying oh you need to have the oxygenated blood going through into the you know he's clean the venus something something whatever you know like all the biology jargon and even blinsky is stumped he's like um wait what I'm like i'm like overloaded here with what you just said pump more blood damn it blinsky do i have to do everything myself here <laughs> yeah that's pretty good actually. It's, it's really good and and then we have him saying, look, we need to enucleate the eye. Oh, I so knew what that when He's like, we need to enucleate. I was like, oh, no. What? How do you know that? I watched too many episodes of Criminal Minds. Oh. It's actually really bad. Oh, okay. And so the fact that he said enucleation, I was like, oh, no, he's taking the eyes out. So that this means... is going to be very visually gruesome. Is that particular to the eyes, or is that just like any taking yeah. out something out of an orifice? No, no, just enucleation is particularly for the eyes. Uh, well, he does that, and this is so funny because... I did not think that... I knew that he was controlling him, but I didn't know that Spivak was controlling Trevor like a remote-controlled car controlling him. Right, and it just shows just how far along Spivak is compared to Price. Spivak has the body, the neural transmitter, and cognitive experiments like yeah. already lined up. It works for him. Price is still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Spivak's already there. He had a body go into a building and yeah. do all these actions. I yeah. mean, Spivak's way more advanced than Price is right now. I'm wondering if you took out that creature and Trevor was okay, if he would still be fine later on. Like, if he would be able to uh, live without that thing in his brain. I think it might have just eaten the brain. Oh, gosh. It wrapped itself, yeah. itself around the brain to Pro- the point where even if it did release itself, the yeah. brain wouldn't be able to function on its own properly. Yeah, and he did input um, a speaker into his mouth and a 
a webcam in his eye. And the webcam in the eye. <laughs> I'm watching you, Dude, literally. The, the optic nerve just coming out like that oh, is so goof. long. The goo. And then Price squeezing it afterwards. Oh, oh man. Perfect. Man. Eye juice. <laughs> Perfect sound effect. And if it, if it just squeeze it, you know how, like, there's some shows on, like, net- networks, like HBO? Mm-hmm. They'll do gory stuff, but they won't focus on it for so long. Like, mm-hmm. he squeezed that thing, and the juices were coming up for, like, drip. five, yeah, like, <laughs> dripping for, like, a good five to ten seconds. He was, like, squeezing it, shaking his hand. He's so angry right now. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, man. So. Now let's t- finish oh, talking man. about Olivia. Oh my gosh! So um, she's really developed a comfort with the disease, and would you say comfort or just an acceptance? I, okay, Des- acceptance. Let's let's go that route. I could say either one, but um, she's just like <laughs> patting it with her makeup. Now it's like already progressed up to her arm. Yeah, it's second nature for her to just cover it up. Yeah, and Chongo is like. Is that ringworm? You got ringworm there? You got ringworms. <laughs> he's kind of oh, like a beetle. He's kind of like Beetlejuice a little bit. Oh, what are you going to do <laughs> over there? You got some ringworm on your arm? But no, not really. He's a, yes. ring, he's a Puerto Rican version of Beetlejuice, pretty much. He could be. He, he very could, well could be. could be. This, Say his he, name three times. He might just show up. Such a fun character. I really want to see more of him next episode. I kind of wish we had more of Chango and less I of Ochoa. I know. I know. Um, maybe two more episodes of him. Maybe. If it if it had happened in episode five, that would have been cooler. We would have been talking about a lot yeah. more stuff. And we would, you know, we want Alex Hernandez. We want you in here. Darn it, Alex! Come on, man. Come on, Alex. Get over to After Buzz TV Studios. Uh, we'll we'll email you, call you up. We'll we'll find we'll oh, find a way. Find a way. Um, Possibly. Let's okay. Uh, so Benson Charles, we talked about. Or, oh, we didn't talk about uh, Ator. Well, first, with still with Olivia, she goes to that yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's peer what... meeting. Yes, yes. After killing the wife, mm-hmm. she oh, goes to that peer meeting. We have um, we have Chongo following her around the party, sharply dressed, sharply dressed, red, white, and black. Very nice. See, and Chongo's, as we know, it's her inner thoughts. So whatever she's doing, he's also doing similarly. Yeah, and he follows her. They're scoping out the place, praying, looking for trying someone. Trying to find a host. Trying to find a host for her mind. And they see that one blonde, and Chungo has some fun with her. A little too much fun. A little too much fun. And we were talking about, like, <laughs> how many takes, right? Did I wonder. She, yeah, how many takes did she have to go through to the point where they got it perfect? Like, squeeze, squeeze, right? <laughs> just a little squeeze. And where she was just, like, oh, like, totally ignoring, like, nothing's happening. In a conversation. Right? And I feel like we've seen that actress somewhere else, right? Probably. Right? It makes me also just question Olivia's mindset. I was like, does she, has she always thought about this way, about other men, other females? Oh. Oh, yes, that's a good point. Because I feel like Upiers can go either way. Yeah, yeah, I think they could. We haven't seen like, that. Sexuality but, is there, but yeah. sexual gender preference isn't. And you know what? They live for so long. Like, why wouldn't they try being with the same sex? Why not? Right? So, anyway, hey, who knows? Maybe she uh, got down with Mrs. Benson Charles before she ripped her heart out. Maybe. <laughs> Seems like she didn't know, but... Um, I love how all these upiers are just popping out of the woodwork. Yeah. Like they've always been there, but that's, we didn't know. That's why. See, that's a really good point, Marissa. That's why we should have more seasons of Hemlock Grove. I know. Because I want to explore the upier world. Community. The community, yeah. That's always apparently been there in Hemlock Grove. There, but it also, it, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. Season one, Olivia, she had a whole different personality. She was very judgmental towards everything and yeah. everybody mm-hmm. in Hemlock Grove and it may it would make sense that she purposely stayed away from her own that type of community because just for judgmental sake and then by extension she didn't have Roman be around the same type of community so Roman when he found out about other peers such as Annie and whatnot he didn't know there were actual peers in the area so it would make sense because Roman and sorry that Olivia lived a certain way, staying away from people. Roman also stayed away from the Oopiers. Yeah, which is a damn shame. It is a shame. It's a shame. We need more time with the Oopiers. I know, but one of the Oopiers that she looked like she had her eye on was Mr. Norville, or was it Doctor Norville? Doctor Norville. Knox. That guy is a billionaire. Apparently, mm-hmm. he's probably like the Bill Gates or the Steve Jobs of the Oopier Industries. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, of the Oopier revolutionized world. hemoglobin. Yes, so synthetic blood. However, 
I think this guy is really good at presenting stuff, doing keynote <laughs> for Upiers, but I don't think he's a really brilliant guy because we have Dr. Price, who's not Upier, mm-hmm. finding out exactly what this thing is. Yeah, and that's right? what I said, because we watched the episode together. That's what I also said. He's just saying all the information we as an audience who've been watching all along already know. Yeah, and we get to know, actually, there's one piece that we got to hear that was new, is that this is a worldwide epidemic. It's mm-hmm. not just isolated to Pennsylvania Hemlock Grove, right? So it's like Australia and what was it, Malaysia yeah, and yeah. all kinds of different countries. Europe, Africa, it's everywhere. I was like, whoa, Upiers are everywhere too. But if you also think about it, those lands, I mean, I mean, this is the world, but those lands are surrounded by big bodies of water. Oh, And as yeah. we know... That Pennsylvania the, is not too far inland either. Yeah, so I think maybe it's like water is a big issue with whatever this parasite is maybe thriving from, huh. thriving in. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Well, maybe Speedback and his creatures need water, right? Maybe es- it's just salt water. Salt water, because they're sulfur-based, mm-hmm. estuary- estuaries. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amphibious. That's what, that's what Dr. Amphibious, Price said. Amphibious. Amphibious. Yeah. They're amphibious, not reptilian. Mm-hmm. But they're sulfur-based, which is so weird. Oh, and Price said they can be killed. They're still mortal creatures. They're still mortal. Just like Upir. Maybe they can live for a long time, but they're still mortal. Like, you can still kill them. True. So they have a weakness. Yes. What is the weakness? What is the chemical compound that is the, the opposite reaction or can cause sulfur to, like, maybe have, like, an, a crazy kinetic reaction where they explode. Yeah. A com- um, combustible yeah. property. Yeah. We need to find that Let's out. get some chemistry in this. Yeah. Maybe they'll answer it next episode. You know what? <laughs> or I'm- we'll see it in the finale. Yeah. I'm going to watch as soon as I get out of here tonight. I'm going to watch on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> Which is dangerous. Idea. Don't Good try idea. that at home, kids. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do what I Be do. Be safe. <laughs> um what, okay, we talked about the group who appears. Uh, let's oh, let's talk about Shelly and Ator. Ator. Let's mix it. Let's do Ator first because he's connected to Olivia. Ator. She saw his file on Ochoa's phone. She goes right to Ator, and he's doing nothing but good. He is like not a bad guy at all, except for what he did in his past. Yeah, he's he has a, a rap sheet. He's been atoning for it for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Which like that, I. I can get with, and I can understand him. He he has been trying to make up for all this. Uh, what he did in the past, I still kind of want to know. We know there was a death, but what happened? Yeah, we know he... It's, it sounded like he may have bashed somebody's head in or strangled somebody, because Olivia a, mentioned... A straight-up murder. Did, yes, a murder, and did you did hear the... scream? Did they scream? Did you hear the bones crack? And the whole time, Chango was behind him like, Admit. Admit you did it. Yeah, Which yeah. is so funny. Uh, but Ator just seemed like he was just hit out of left field, you know, with all this, like, why are you doing this, lady? Like, I'm just a, a nice guy trying to atone, and, like, I like your daughter, and you're going to ruin my life because of that? Come mm-hmm. on, man. It's really sad. Yeah, I mean, but it kind of makes sense of why he's doing so much good now. Yes, it does make sense. So now the question is, is he going to leave? And th- that was, like, really the only scene. It was just him... And, um, or is Shelly going to leave Ator now that she, that, that, if she finds out. If she finds out. But I don't know if Olivia will go because Olivia is so busy trying to find a body, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to be too preoccupied with her daughter anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of bodies, we see Olivia <laughs> toss uh, oh, Ochoa's, Ochoa's body. body. How sad was that? That was so sad. <laughs> she, she. I, I didn't know why she was saying, it's Tuesday. I was like, it's why is Tuesday. It, does that matter? <laughs> And then she gets out to the dumpster. I was like, no, what are you doing, Olivia? You're going to get found out. You're doing it. Who does that? Who throws midday. away? Yeah, midday in the back of the dumpster behind your own apartment where the body was. and Making a lot of noise, swinging that body left yeah. and right. Everybody must have been at work. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Olivia's too good to work, right? It was just so funny, literally her carrying a body, her yeah. actually cleaning up a mess yes. and a very messy sense like do you think, that. Do you think she cleaned up the blood? She just took him off the hook. I don't feel like she had time. She was just... Maybe she, not. He's, he's been hanging there for a couple of days now. Makes me think, you know, what happened to Michael? Because last time we saw him, he was bleeding out in her tub, who was also hanging there. Oh, yeah. So... She cleans up pretty good. Yeah, she's she's used to cleaning up after herself. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she has been doing it for over a century. I mean, season one... No, actually, it was season two, when she killed... Uh... <laughs> 
the mother. Marie. Oh, Marie. She killed Marie. (laughs) But she killed Marie, Marie and she bleached down the whole place. That's right. So she's actually really good at cleaning up their bodies. Yeah, I guess you're right. Wow, you're reaching back to season two. I I was. That's a good one. You totally... I was digging back Now, Now all reactions are justified. Totally. Now I know she's a clean person. Okay. So um, we have Shelly getting a delivery, right? And it's for all the people in Rooster Poot from her loving brother. It was so nice because, like, they just had a spat last episode, right? So it made me feel a little bit better about him. Uh, of course, we feel no. differently now. <laughs> no, knowing that he's such an asshole. He is a total asshole. It is, but, like, point past the point of redemption. But it, Kill it, Destiny? No. no. Oh, yeah, I know. After that, I'm like, shh, he's like, like, nope. He's totally on my You're, you're list. not on my Christmas list no. this year. No, so uh, we have... Uh, Ator, though, looks at the paper and he's like, looks like we got an angel. Which is so funny because there's a lot of... Angel references to... So, obviously, he's more like the devil than he is an angel, but... It's so contradictory because, you know, we have the angel references towards him, and then this episode is called Todos Santos, which translates to all saints, where nothing saintly happened. No. Nothing at all. I don't think anybody did anything good except for that. And maybe Shelly and Annie. That Annie. was nice. I think that was the only good thing. Yeah. Um, but, and you know, we get to see Annie visit her and they have a conversation. She talks about how, like, oh, that's so wonderful that you have books, you know, because a book, a home without books is like a mind without thoughts. It's very true. It's also like saying a bo- like a body without a soul. It's like saying the same thing. It's very true. Yeah. Um, I'd be and, sad without books in my life. And then we have her just drop the bomb on Shelly. I'm your sister, by the way. I'm your sister. <laughs> by the way, I loved the cinematography, just the shot and how they framed it, mm-hmm. how it was... Annie by the bookshelf, and then there's, like, this distorted bookshelf in between blocking, and there's a barrier between Shelley in the background. I thought, like, beautifully cinematography. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, And just the way that Shelley responded to her also is just, like... Oh my gosh, like you, you, it must have been so hard for my mother. I like how she's still like in that mindset, like, like she's still really self conscious about her own looks, which is crazy, even though mm-hmm. she's getting away from that now. Um, she's like, Oh, but you're so beautiful. Like, it's be- been hard for her to give you up, to abandon you. It's like, Oh no, there's a lot of stuff that happened back then. <laughs> Shelly, uh, sure. Shelly's still a teenager. She is, and that's what also makes it hard because she's trying to find her own life and her own self, really, at Rooster Poot. 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 <laughs> that was hysterical. Poot. She almost went into the definition. Yeah, that, that was hysterical. But she's trying to find herself here, and she's making a, a house because people are delivering things to her. People are going to her for, you know questions and answers and whatnot. And for help. And yeah, for help. It's like she's making a place at Rooster Poot. And then to like still be lied by her brother, who now she found out that Roman knew about Annie but didn't tell her. And then her mother, who knew that Annie was lied but still didn't tell Shelly. So like people are still refusing to tell her stuff. See, I don't think there's so much refusing to tell her stuff. I feel like Shelly is just... They neglected to tell her. Okay, they neglected to. Yes, because her mother did go out of her way to see Ator, but didn't go out of her way to see Shelly. To see Shelly. Right. But Roman's been kind of busy with all the stuff, like helping his friend move a dead body, covering up for him, board meeting that got shot up. You know, there's a lot... Yeah. Having sex with his his older sister... There's a Several lot of times. Stuff. Several times. More than once, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 And then he, he even threw that joke in there, too, right? He even said something like, oh, are you back, back for, for seconds? Back I was for like, seconds. Uh, no, that's more like three times. Yeah. And you know what? But who's counting? I thought that was weird how she just let herself into his house again. Like, does she have a key? Or like the passcode? She must. She yeah. must. And she was drinking wine. If you're going to say bye to somebody, are you just going to sit there and you drink don't wine? Just drink wine. You don't just drink wine to get all sauced up to, you know, say, okay, I'm going to take off now. Bye. She could have left a note. So maybe she did want seconds. Well, she did, in fairness, Annie did have the lines, like, I wanted to us part ways civilly. Yes. I was like, okay, that's good on her trying to make a human, in a way, a human family connection, that that she didn't have a family. And so she kind of now does have connections, especially to Hemlock Grove. So it's like, yeah, part ways in the proper way. 
Yeah, but now I don't think she's going to be leaving Hemlock Grove. No. Not with... Not anytime soon. Yeah, not with uh, this woman that just got killed in front After of After witnessing Destiny's death. No, Destiny's death is so tragic. I can't. I'm ah, so upset. Gosh. I'm like visibly upset. I know, I know. It's just, uh, it's just so awful, man. They killed her. Lame. They killed okay. Destiny. Yeah, let's... Do you have anything else to add other than... You want to um, just go into predictions? Other than my notes saying very expletive words right oh. now about Destiny dying. F, F, Mother F. Yes, some choice words. Poor yes. girl. Yes. All right, well, let's go ahead and move into our predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right. Well... Um, I think, uh, do, you, do you mind if I start off? Actually? Go for it. I already started. <laughs> <laughs> Ask, okay, um, I feel like Price is going to have a favor asked of him. Um, he's, uh, Roman's going to ask him to dispose of Destiny's body. <sighs> Maybe turn it into nutrient. No, <laughs> you can't drink destiny. Oh, no, that would be awful. I would cry. I would legitimately straight up cry. I feel like um, we're gonna have uh, this whole action. Obviously, Roman being such a cold-hearted bastard is gonna drive <laughs> Annie closer to Olivia, even though she's just as bad. Right? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. worse. And um, I feel like Olivia is gonna get try to get Knox's body. But it's not going to be successful, and um, because there's no way she could finish out like this. So even even if she gets him, she's not going to be implanted into his body because there's no way we're going to have Thumbkid Johnson like in somebody else's body for the rest of the season. No, or if it if they do that, they need to find someone as equally as gorgeous as she is, yeah. which is not a lot. All right, um, interesting. I like that. Yes, thank you. For my predictions, I think Annie has the particular line where she says to Shelly, you know, when they're parting ways, uh, you especially, uh, definitely blessed. It makes me think that Annie will die, Roman will die, and Shelly is still the one left standing who will be the one of the only people who will survive on this show. I thought Destiny was going to survive, but apparently not. Yeah, so did I. But she's, you know what? She's, Destiny and Shelly were like the two people on the show who were so innocent that never did even one smidgen of anything wrong, really. And now they're gone. So. <sighs> so who else is just up for the. Well, Shelly's, sorry, Shelly's gone. Lamb Shelly, Shelly's for the not slaughter. Gone. Yeah, so Shelly, she is the most pure. She was Glowworm. Right, so she's probably going to survive. Um, but I feel like everybody else is going to die, including Price. I think it's going to be a bloodbath near the end. Who all yeah. dies? It's it really could be anyone. And you know what? There was one thing that I forgot to mention about Spivak. Mm. He said, "Oh, in these few days, you've got left." Yes, yes, he did. Wow. So or it's like Armageddon, just, or just these last few days. Not. I don't think it was you. It's just these last few days of the. World. Yeah, yes, that's what I meant, okay, actually. Yeah. yeah, so it's like Armageddon's going to be coming. He is, the, he he got called Lorman Gunder, right? Yeah. And that is the Ouroboros, the serpent Ouroboros. that keeps the world, keeps encircling the world to pre- either... Lorman Gander fuck. <laughs> yes, either prevent or yeah, cause yeah. Armageddon. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, also, yes, I, I still don't... It was really, really sad to see Roman kill Destiny right next to Annie. Yeah. And I think Annie might freak out. Maybe Roman kills Annie, but I still think Olivia might kill Annie. Yeah, I don't. I feel like there's more that Annie has to do before she leaves, the, like this show, right? Yeah. I feel like she has to. She has to accomplish something else. Like she has to. From what we had Camille say to us, there's mm-hmm. something that she's gonna do that's gonna really make us dislike her. We really like her Wait, a lot. dislike Annie? Yeah. Oh, I like Annie. I, I think she's too good of a person to go down in an evil way. Because we yeah. see, even when Destiny is dying or died, yeah. that she was praying over her. So she I think was. Annie's just too good of a pure type of character to go down an evil way. And I think but she's going to be th- manipulated by Olivia. She, there's got to be something that happens, especially with Olivia's mind and Chongo infesting it. Mm-hmm. She's going to tell her something that's going to make Annie do something that's like unsavory to us. I know it's going to. Right. And then also because Roman killed Destiny, I think Peter is going to get, quote, ape shit on, <laughs> on Roman. Like, they, that bromance is now 
gone. And I don't... Do you think that Roman will be one to lie about it? It'd be kind of hypocritical if he... No, because he has a witness, and he's going to just straight up tell yeah, Peter. That's true. That's true. I don't think she would keep it from Unless... Peter. Roman kills Annie before kill the witness, uh, no. and then straight up lie to Peter. How sad would that be? No, he even though he has that antagonism towards her, he likes her too much. Yeah, and I think there was a quick shot at the conference when he was staring down Trevor before Trevor shot himself in the head. It looked oh. like he was trying to he wanted to dance him. Oh, to, yeah, to make him yes. shoot himself. That's what I I thought about that. But it's like he was staring, him, staring yeah, peering now, at him. Yeah, is that why he shot himself, or was it because? Because Spivak chose to kill Trevor to make it so there was no evidence. I don't know. Because, I don't know, Roman had a stare dunk contest yeah. with him and made me, it was long enough to make me think that he used the X-Dance on Trevor to shoot himself in the head. That's that's what I thought of the first time I saw it. The second time I saw it, I didn't think about X-Dance. I was thinking, he wants to kill himself. Like, I kind of thought that Roman's that, that Roman had that thought shot through, shoot uh, through his mind. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And then uh, Ator with this death, I think that's going to come to fruition. And it seems like, because Ator seems like a really good character, yeah. I don't think he was ever really malicious. So this death in the past, it might have been to save someone else's life, mm. maybe like a manslaughter type of situation. Like he had to kill someone to save someone else. Right. It might have been that type of like situation. Like a, a sister, family member, girlfriend. Yeah, some, like someone that. that was close to him, and he ended up killing someone. Right. Well, uh, that's probably it, you know, well, and, and he's going to die because he's another good person. The good so people many are people are going to die it's in gonna the be, show. All the good people die first, and except for Shelly. She's going to live, and then all the bad people die. But you can't kill Destiny. I can't believe you killed Destiny. I know. I know. There, there, Marissa. No. We'll have a drink I'm after this show. Yes. Yes, we well, will have several. It, yeah, well, I think that's about it for us here at AfterBuzz TV's Hemlock Grove After Show. So be sure to tune in next week. Uh, follow us on iTunes, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all social media outlets, SoundCloud. And you guys can follow me at Sean Austin O, S-E-A-N-A-U-S-T-I-N-O on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to check out my book, City of Angels and Discontent, on the iBookstore, soon coming to the Amazon Kindle bookstore. There you go. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV, Morning Destiny's Lost. Thanks so much, guys. Talk to you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.